conversation with Jen Beck on a very drizzly, cool, rainy day here at Calico Coffee. So I am really excited to be here with you, Jen. Yeah, I'm excited to be here with you too. Thank you for agreeing to yes. tell your story. Absolutely. So you know we've been doing um, Better Together podcast this year because yes. we are talking about the initiative of how we hope that all of us in the family of God can go from feeling lost in the crowd to known in community mm-hmm. or for those that are just really trying to see if you know is God real and how do I get into a relationship with him for those of us that are at that place too to say how do I find out more you know mm-hmm. so the better together is the idea of finding a group of people or tribe to be a part of so we can yes. grow together yes so I'll be excited to hear your story in regard to that and we'll kind of I, and my name is Carrie Carpenter I'm the women's ministry director and the care ministry director at E3 and Jen will you tell me a little bit about your family and yourself starting with what is your favorite coffee drink when you come to Calico Coffee Oh, goodness. Yeah, so uh, my name is Jennifer, and um, I would say my favorite coffee at Calico, uh, at Kit's Kitchen, Calico Coffee, changes frequently because I love to try everything that they have to offer, and they have wonderful things here. Um, As far as my family, um, my mom is Betsy, and my dad's name is Robert, and I have a sister, Christina, um, and they are just true joys in my life. We'll have to send this to them so they can hear yes, you yes. say that out loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as far as our initiative of being better together, when you started learning this and you first met Jesus, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about life, um, what it was like when you met him and since. Well, I... You know, growing up as a child, I was always involved in um, a church. I know that in my younger years, we were a part of a Methodist church, and I was always involved in the youth groups and bell choir and regular choir, and just um, I was just really involved. And um, and then when I got into my teen years, I started also joining my friends at their church and their youth groups. So I. You know, right off the bat, I'm, I'm the kind of person who loves just to be involved and be around people. Um, and, you know, right after high school, uh, I left and started exploring college. Um, I moved to Denver and um, went to Colorado Christian for a while and Art Institute of Colorado a little bit for some computer animation. And I realized that those, um, while I love art, because um, that's what I went there for, it wasn't um, my, my passion, my, my life's calling. And so, you know, after, um, after Denver, I moved to California. And um, at that time in my life, I had fallen away from my faith and was just trying to figure out who I was as a person. Um, but the avenues that I was seeking that clarification in were not of the Lord, they were definitely of the world. And um, so I was pretty lost for a while. Um, I did take some time off of school just to work. And um, during that time, God got me connected out in California um, at a Calvary Chapel church. And there was a, a ministry called Calvary PM 
which was an evening service. It was a little bit more contemporary for a little bit younger individuals and um, similar to our C20 here. And, um, you know, the first person that I met that greeted me is now one of my best friends. And, yeah, I've known her for for a long, long time. And uh, she was the one that really um, pulled me into a community. I started attending... Um, what they called a house church. We basically had church in people's homes, and that is where I really, really experienced um, Jesus on an extremely personal level for the first time. Um, Because, you know, when when I was a child or when I was a teen, or I I just, um, it wasn't quite personal. It was just something that Christians do. They go to church, and um, I definitely grew during those times. all those times laid a foundation for my faith Uh, but it wasn't until I had experienced some hardships um, and you know from decisions I had made and then came to a point where I really really needed hope um, that I came to know Christ just in a really intimate real way Um, and he saved my life and so um, you know after that I just began to grow and realized that I love working with children and so that has I feel like God has put me on this earth to make sure people know that they are not invisible and whether that means just going up to somebody in the like a woman going up to her in the grocery store just letting her know how beautiful she is or um, sending someone a random text message just encouraging them or working with children in different ways um, I've definitely seen how God's grown me. Well, I have seen that as a tangible part of your ministry. I've seen you witness to that and been a recipient of your encouragement in that way. And and I love that. I've heard you talk about that before and um, how God impacted you that way. I mm-hmm. love it. Yes. And um, another, another place that I really, really grew is um, I ended up, you know, moving to San Diego then and attending a 10-week discipleship school. It was evangelism school um, through Horizon Christian Fellowship, Um, and it was amazing. Um, We went on several different missions trips, and really that really, uh, that that 10 months really solidified my calling to work with children. Well, and I know at Carnegie Free, you have worked in the kids' ministry for a long time Mm -hmm. with Kent Sundberg and the various team members Mm -hmm. over the years, and that you also um, exhibit that gift of hospitality and that gift of presence Mm -hmm. that you give people at the information booth Mm -hmm. as you greet people, and you really do exude every person matters, which is our vision statement. Thank you. So, Thank you. That's a blessing to hear. <laughs> and I yeah. get to have you with me in women's ministry, too. We yes. haven't mentioned yes. that. So you are really mm-hmm. serving as well as you minister in your job every day. Mm-hmm. So did you say, I don't think you've said yet, what you do now in Carney? Yeah, so yeah. I am the director of community engagement for the Children's Museum. So I, um, I help them fundraise, and so I work with business professionals to help support the museum and um, further our mission, but then I also plan and implement all of our family events and all of our children's programs. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a job that I love because it taps into various parts of my, my, my personality and my skill set. Well, I love, so. if I've been around town with you, Jen, I see these little people coming right up to you, <laughs> Jen, and this is back, and they'll give you a big hug, mm-hmm. and I love that. love that. I do too. <laughs> So 
Um, you definitely impact this community, our church community, as well as the community of Kearney, Nebraska. Thank you. And so, as you mentioned, the idea of um, just understanding better the personalness of a relationship with God, not right. just learning about Him and church growing up, but like really understanding the right. personalness. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about, once you understood that, what have you done on your side of things to grow in that relationship too? So, um, as we already know, community is vital. I um, just immersed myself in being surrounded by uh, people who, um, like-minded individuals who are were seeking to grow their faith um, and just deepen their walk with the Lord and dive into His Word and study the Scriptures. And um, so I definitely have not stopped seeking out community because I believe it's vital. None of us none of us were created to be isolated and so um, and so yeah I community is huge and then also um, just developing discipline uh, in just spending one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord um, you know over the last you know ever since I've really come to know Christ as my personal Savior of course that's looked very different in different seasons of life and I've realized right now that you know, getting up at 5, 5.30 in the morning and journaling and praying and um, reading the scriptures and taking that quiet time to really lay a great foundation for my day has been just vital to this season of my life. And, um, and also just seeking out mentorships, too. So also, you know, being in a community, but also seeking very um, specific mentorships um, to keep growing. That's so good. I know just yesterday during our church service that Pastor Adrian just made a call for all those who are feeling the need for that, seeing the need for that. Maybe they have met Jesus or maybe they've even known him for a while, but they haven't really laid down the tracks to know how to grow deeper mm -hmm. in their relationship with him on, on their own. Right. And like you said, in community is crucial too, like both of those things the daily like you said you mm -hmm. do the mornings I do the mornings too right right and just set that time aside that's protected and and then you know I so anyway I love and if anybody's in your earshot of this and they're thinking well I really need that right um, get a hold of us mm -hmm. and um, just call the church office at Carney yes. be free or come in and talk to any of us or mm -hmm. any of the leaders the women's ministry leaders um, if you want to mm -hmm. uh, visit with us we'll get you connected to somebody that can mentor you yes disciple you um tell me a little bit more you mentioned in california how you were a part of a house church that was really impactful to you so is that at all is that anything like our life groups at carnegie free church it is um what's same and different maybe yeah it, it it's same in the fact that um it was um Believers getting together in people's homes, gathering together, sharing food, worship, prayer, diving into scripture, um, and mentorship opportunities there as well. And uh, so, um, as far as house, the the term house church, um, it was it started out of the Calvary PM or the Calvary Church, but then they they kind of um, broke broke off from that and developed. Um, just developed their own gathering 
So it was basically just an independent gathering of Christian believers coming from different, you know, different um, uh, churches of fellowship, Christian fellowship, um, gathering in people's homes. And um, we all had different roles to play. Um, I actually helped with the kids' ministry. So if there were families or newcomers that had children, we would go into a separate area of the home, and I, I did little Bible studies and just provided some care for those kids so the parents could be fed. It's been a theme for you. It has. <laughs> so also, it just makes me think, because I've had some house church experience before too, mm-hmm. but, you know, I love being a part of Kearney Free as the big right. congregation that yes. is because yes. I know that the leadership understands the need for yes. gathering together like that, mm-hmm. house to house. Mm-hmm. And so there is a way to do that yes. in a life group. And so, you know, again, that's what the initiative this year is about, how to mm-hmm. find our people that we can be in a small enough group that we can really know each other and be right. known mm-hmm. with God and each other. So. You know, again, not only for the discipleship piece we were just mm-hmm. talking about, but for group connection, let us know mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. there's anybody out there listening that needs to be a part of the group. Yes. And so who are, it's okay to name drop on this podcast, but sure. who are some people that have been impactful in either a group or a mentoring relationship at Kearney E. Free? Free? At Kearney E. Free. Um, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> I, gosh, there are so many. Well, I know that when I first started at um, Kearney E. Free, I know that Sarah Staples, um, who was the women's director at that time, really is the one that kind of helped me get established and, you know, poured into to me. And now you, I'm so blessed to be able to have um, a friendship with you. And, and I feel that same right way about you, yes. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, so I think women's directors are definitely very vital when it comes to mentoring to the women. Um, you know, I would say I can't, it's really hard for me to pinpoint just one person because, you know, E-Free, uh, the people at E-Free are just so, gosh, they're so devoted to loving one another and making sure that when people walk in the doors that they are cared for and loved. And so every person that I've had the chance to serve with um, has ministered to me or mentored to me in some way. Um, You're kind of surrounded by a bunch of spiritual mamas at the information booth, aren't you? (laughs) I am. Yes, yes. All the ladies at the information booth have greatly impacted impacted my life they're such sweet ladies and you know everyone that I serve with on the children's commission or in Sunday school like I really try to learn and glean from you know from everyone that I'm surrounded with at at eFree that I um, no matter even what age they are like I'm even ministered to by the children they have vital things to say too so I can't really pinpoint just one person well that's yeah and what about, um, let me ask you, if you can think of like a verse that has been meaningful to you, either recently or maybe it's been a long time, favorite mm-hmm. verse, whether you paraphrase it or know exactly yes. mm-hmm. which one would you say or what? Well, section? one that I've, um, that I actually love is Second Chronicles 16.9a. And let me see if I can remember it. It says, um, the eyes of the Lord roam to and fro throughout the whole earth, looking to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal to him. Which, you know, just thinking of um, God looking 
you know, he never stops looking. He never stops seeing us. And that, that I loved, I've always loved that verse. Um, and then I actually wrote that verse on the concrete when the auditorium was being built at E-Free. I wrote that, you know, how we get to write verses on there. So that's the verse that I wrote. Um, and then it's under carpet right now. Yeah. Secret treasures in there. Um, and then Psalm 23 has been, um, just real beautiful for me right now with, um, just, just with everything going on these days, I think it's vital that we take that time to, you know, be led by the still waters and allow God to restore our souls. And so that has been, um, that has been a verse that's really impacted me the last couple, you know, months. Well, and I just think, I was just thinking of our temple verse that we're kind of thinking through in Ephesians right now, too. And you are just such a beautiful living stone in our church, Jen. I appreciate you, and I know so many do, and you do make life better together that you're there. I'm so grateful for being able to have you in this season of life. Many, many other people feel the same. So <laughs> well, thank thanks you. for sharing and encouraging yes. people today with your awesome story. Absolutely. Thank All you. Right. Now you can actually drink your coffee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>